think the one that I'm recently enjoying is Brace Short Trips. That's all I'll say about that. Yeah, that sounds good. You, know, you, <laughs> you, you don't have to say much more. It's almost lunchtime. Hi, welcome to this edition of ONTAP, presented by FCSI of the Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. ONTAP this week is a member of FCSI who I haven't had the pleasure of getting to know much over the years, but I'm really looking forward to our discussion today to get to know him a little bit better. Please welcome the Director of Design at City Little International, Mr. Khalid Halabi. Hi, Khalid. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Wade. Thanks for having me. Nice to meet you. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better. Um uh, it's I, that's one of the benefits of this entire show is is members that I've never met or barely have met, and then um, and if if I haven't, there's a good chance there's a lot of others that haven't as well. So the whole FCSI universe and public gets to know Khalid a little bit better today, hopefully. So as you know, we like to get everything started off with just a little bit about your background and such. So tell us a little bit about you. How did you get your start? Um, what brought you into food service consulting? Um, and then we'll build from there. Okay. Um, so I, originally, I'd, um, I was into hotel management mostly. So at a, a very young age, I interned at uh, different you know, hotel, hotel properties around the world. And uh, I grew up in Indonesia. Um, and my dad was a civil engineer, so you know that was the construction side of um, you know my my upbringing. But um, I went to culinary school, so I went to study cool. cooking actually in Switzerland. And uh, for the most part, that's wow. what I intended to do. I intended to just go into you know F and B ops and cook and serve food and work in you know the service industry um, until. You know, my dad, part of, you know, what he did was um, build hotels at the time as part of, you know, okay. being a structural engineer, a civil engineer. And so kind of our paths just crossed and there was an opportunity where I, um, I was able to join an architectural firm um, in Dubai, actually, who, um, which designs hotels. And that's kind of how I got my start into into hotel design primarily. So it was more on an architectural side than than a, okay. than a food service design side. Um, and then from there, I just nice. kind of kept going and and ended up in the food yeah. service world as a natural progression into, you know, the design world and what I know. So I took kind of two skill sets and merged them together, and and here we are. Nice. Now, what what exactly are your duties for Cine Little as director of design? So I oversee, um, so Sin Littles, um, we have a few offices uh, nationally and mm -hmm. internationally, and um, it's, uh, it's split up geographically, and I'm based mm -hmm. in New York City, and uh, I oversee the operations of Sin Little in the, in the northeast area in New York City, and okay. then down to Jersey and up to Boston and kind of the tri-state area, uh, as well as the Toronto operations our Toronto okay. office as well um and as well as more central into uh, chicago's office as well so okay. uh, i handle projects in those regions uh, i also can uh, handle projects in internationally in the middle east as part of you know my experience having worked in that part of the world sure. for for a good part of 10 years i guess what do you, do you, is there specific segments or specialties that you mostly do, or do you kind of get your hands into everything? Um, 
Well, so my start was in in, in hotel projects primarily. Um, yeah. Ones with you know multiple F and B outlets, multiple bars and restaurants. Um, you know, did a few, did a Four Seasons, a Kempinski, those kind of Fairmont um, back in Dubai and back when they were building very big hotels down there. Um, so the yeah. restaurant design was kind of where I got my start um, and the back of the house of hotels. And then uh, I transitioned to a corporate B&I. Um, the healthcare segment is quite big nowadays, so that's something we do a lot of in, in the Northeast region. Right. We do a lot of hospitals, um, a lot of corporations, a lot of law firms, that kind of thing in the city and, 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 and upstate New York as well. So I guess, a, yeah. you know, a little bit of everything, some airport lounges. Nice. Is there one, you, do you still enjoy hotels the most or yeah. is there a new one maybe that you, you still enjoy those the most? Um, yes, I still enjoy hotels um, because I like the space planning of the back of the house, the main kitchen, the housekeeping, laundry area, room service, and all those different components and how those talk to different satellite kitchens within the property yeah. um, to serve the multiple F&B outlets within, within the same establishment. So the more F&B outlets in a, in a hotel, the better for me. Uh, but you know, I don't have a favorite child out there. They're all, they're all my babies. What is, um, what's your method of working? Are you, uh, do you still, do you like to sketch things out on paper still? Do you go straight to the computer now and work in either AutoCAD or Revit or what's your method of madness when it comes to designing? So we've kind of moved from tracing paper a few years ago. Uh, as much as I still like using trace paper and, and every opportunity I get, but nowadays, you know, we're not printing or plotting as much as we used to. Um, so today, sketching or um, initial schematic sketching is done primarily in uh, maybe Bluebeam or, or AutoCAD. Um, and then maybe we move into Revit later on down the line, which, yeah. you know, a little bit more details are available. But primarily, we start with um, a software like Bluebeam just to sketch. Yeah. Nice. So, you know, we've kind of gone through the pandemic and, and we've talked a little bit about people that from New York in, in the past about this, but as we get a little bit further away from the COVID pandemic, how is the city of New York doing now, in your opinion, not just dining, but as a city as a whole, uh, it seems like people are, are always kind of interested in how the, the bigger cities have, have fared coming out of it. Sure. Um, have you seen any changes that have taken place in the city in your, in your observation i think early on during the pandemic we saw a lot of shifts and, and changes in in approach to design and the spaces particularly with when it comes to corporations you know corporate bnis those kind of projects really took a, a really kind of started to switch gears and try and figure out where they wanted to how they wanted to kind of uh, handle the, the pandemic and the new way of servicing uh, but I'd like to think of New York City, specifically New York City, um, because I'm based in New York City, is I'd like to think of us, we'll always be back. So I, my feeling is that personally, and, and that's my opinion, is that we're slowly getting back to how we used to be. There are shifts. Yeah. We kind of took a, a trend gap, almost a jump, a big leap. But I think in the right direction. I think that's always where yeah. we were kind of heading towards. It just happened to, we just kind of leapfrogged uh, more yeah. years in the space of a shorter time. That's, that's my feeling. But yeah. we're back where, we're, you know, the designs are still 
Um, we're still trying to design great spaces for corporations and restaurants. Um, and, and we just kind of, you know, we got to innovate and be creative. Yeah. Now, the other thing that, that kind of changed that I read a lot about uh, being sort of in my industry is a little bit as well is the changes in hotels and, and how the leisure industry is blown up in the last few years as well, um, where we're kind of blurred lines between business and leisure travel. Um, you doing a lot of hotels. Is, have you seen much design changes or food service operational type changes because of that? Or is kind of the hotel still kind of doing what they were doing? leading into the COVID pandemic? Yeah, no, I'll tell you, it's, we're still doing what we're doing and doing, you know, it depends on which city the hotel is in and to what market segment it's trying to cater to. Uh, but I think for yeah. the most part, we're seeing this, we're still seeing the resorts do what they do. Um, we, yeah. We're seeing a little bit of, you know, the smaller the smaller hotels that tend to have that one, one F&B outlet that's just catered for breakfast. Um, and mm-hmm. really not branded in any way or not trying to market that space in any way. We're seeing that kind of develop into, I mean, the, the owners are seeing an opportunity to kind of develop that space into something, into a destination rather than just an amenity for the hotel. So that's something that I've right. been seeing, you know, in the smaller hotels specifically where you wouldn't otherwise okay. think the the outlet was going to be a destination yeah. for the locale. Nice. What is one thing about Klee that no one would ever guess, whether it be uh, a secret, a hobby, something else? What's something that nobody would ever guess when they meet you? Um, I think one of the things that I might not come across as a big foodie, but I'm actually a bigger foodie than a lot of people think. And um, just based okay. on my background, I cook quite a lot. So on a daily basis, almost, I like making recipes. Oh, wow. um, so that's that's something I guess, you know, most of us nice. in the industry do, but I, I kind of really enjoy it at this point. It's a, it's almost a hobby. <laughs> nice. What's your, what's the go-to recipe? Like, you know, either a favorite one you do regularly or what's one in the, um, all of a sudden you're going to have people over and you need to whip something up very quickly. What's your go-to? I think the one that I'm recently enjoying is braised short ribs. Ooh. That's all I'll say about that. that. Good. Yeah, that sounds good. You, know, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to say much more. It's almost lunchtime when we're I filming know. today. So that sounds really good, actually. Um, and I just had some in Orlando at uh, the NAFM show, which was really good as well. Um, wow. What's, uh, what's one piece of advice you give to somebody thinking of becoming a food service consultant, whether they're uh, a younger coming out of college, recent college graduate, or whether they've been in the industry for a long time and looking to make a career change. What's what's a piece of advice you give to somebody? I would say this advice I probably give to anybody in, in any kind of discipline, I guess, or any uh, field, any industry, is uh, just try and put in as much time into learning and, and progressing in your field as possible, whether be reading, be trade shows, um, you know, take on more work, take on work that maybe is not in your job description or role. Uh, I know a lot of people who, um, I guess a lot of people would maybe just take the, the job description and not more maybe. Um, but I, I found that growing up, 
um, I got far, I got further in, in my career just by taking on and learning more. And, and the more you learn, you know, the more opportunities that you, are going to come your way. So don't limit yourself and just learn and, and keep going. Even if, you know, they, you find a, a, you find an obstacle stopping you, um, you can overcome those obstacles if, if you're eager to just learn more and do more. Absolutely. Great advice. I agree. If you weren't in the food service industry, what do you think you'd be doing for a living? Well, I used to cook for a living late. So okay. let's, I, I would think that if I didn't end up where I am right now, I would have kept on cooking. Kept being a chef or cook somewhere? Yeah, chef, cook nice. somewhere. Maybe okay. maybe a YouTube channel, a cooking channel on the side, that kind of thing. Yeah, very good. Well, that's all the formal questions I've got for you. But as you know, by watching previous episodes, we like to have a little bit of fun at the end. And for this year in season five, I went back to the well and I've drawn out the questions that people seem to enjoy the most that I've heard most about from uh, when I've been at events or whatever. So um, kind of some repeat questions you may have heard before, but the first one is, would you rather be able to teleport anywhere in the world or be able to read people's minds? Teleport anywhere in the world. Okay. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach turn green or never have to stand in line again? Turn green. Okay. This is a tricky one. Would you rather fight a duck the size of a horse or 100 horses the size of a duck? I'm not a big fighter, Wade, so I'm going (laughs) to – I'll take on the big duck the size of a horse. All right. All right. (laughs) Uh, the most controversial one of all, toilet paper, when you put it on, over or under? Oh, uh, oh, God, over, <laughs> over, but I've never heard over, that question. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> over. When it, when, it, when it comes to double dipping in food, whether it be, you know, sauces or, or dips or whatever, uh, when, when it comes to double dipping in food, yes or no? Yes. I share food. Okay. All right. Uh, your favorite curse word? Our favorite curse word. Um, All right. Is that a good that's one? That's a good one. I actually like that like, one. I, no, like I, something's... Yeah, no, that's a good one. I think that's a really good one. Would you rather know all the secrets to outer space or all the secrets to the ocean? Outer space, definitely. Okay. Would you rather never have to do laundry again or never have to wash the dishes again? Oh, never have to wash the dishes again. Hate washing dishes. (laughs) Well, and then you can just cook and then you don't have to worry about washing afterwards. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. There's new plates come (laughs) appear all the time. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Would you rather go backstage with your favorite band or be an extra on your favorite TV show. Extra on favorite TV show. And and of course I'm going to follow it up yep. with what TV show would you be on? I would think it's going to have to be it's a tie between The Office and Seinfeld. Nice. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I I already know the answer to this one, but I'm going to ask it. Would you rather have a personal housekeeper or a personal chef? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the chef yeah. in this house, so I'm going to yeah, go with personal so housekeeper. Yeah, just maybe yeah. to wash the dishes, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> would you rather give up your cell phone for an entire month or give up bathing for an entire month? Oh, God. Uh, is that a smart cell phone <laughs> or one of those old ones? A uh, smart one. Yeah. Gosh, bathing. It's not enough deodorant in the world, so I'm, I'm going to have to give up the phone. <laughs> All right. And the last one is, would you rather always have an annoying song stuck in your head or always have an itch that you can't scratch? The song. Let's go with the song. Okay. Yep. Well, that's all the questions I've got for you today. Uh, but before we let you go, Khalid, let everybody know how they can find out more about more information about you and Versini Little. Um, yeah, I've got a LinkedIn page with the same name. Um, I'm also on, you know, I've got a small kind of bio on, on the website, on cinelittle.com website. Well, that wraps up this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI The Americas. A special thank you to our guest, Khalid, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like and subscribe to our channel and make sure to help us out by sharing all of our episodes on your social media feeds. Until our next episode, cheers.